Now, before I get started, I I really want to say that in no way do I condone, um, do I promote doing drugs. Um, I'm just going to say it right now. Don't do drugs. Um, I think yeah, I, I just have to say it is the responsible thing to do. Anyway, welcome back um, to yet another episode of the number one podcast in a two and a half kilometer radius of my current location. You're watching The P Word. Today's topic is the influence of recreational drugs on music. The reason I wanted to do this episode is because I was I was listening to to Grateful Dead today while I was doing the dishes and it just got me thinking about how about how like just how interesting their music is and just how how much it's been inspired by LSD and and cannabis, right? And that's that's literally why I, I so then I thought hmm that would actually make a nice podcast episode. So then a little while ago I got to a bit of researching, not too much, but I have enough to cover one entire episode. So um that being said, so we're going to start with I mean in if you're watching this later on um and if you're listening to this on Spotify, just check the show notes below and you will find um my my sources and okay so firstly when we're just going to skip past the history like the crazy crazy history of you know drugs about how it was used like 10,000 years ago and how there's traces of it right um so I'm just going to quickly start off with the influence that it has clearly has on jazz music yeah um jazz music in the in like the late 1920s to 1930s is highly influenced by cannabis and um it is very prominent if you just listen to the music and you listen to how just how free it is right and if you listen to the the structures of the songs and everything you can you can tell that it's influenced by drugs and um anyway so so we start there in the 1920s and cannabis already has an influence on music. Um, so someone that used cannabis a lot was uh, Louis Armstrong, you know, um, and he, it says in my source, it says he became a long, he became a lifelong devotee. Um, and so what they did was just a form of cannabis, which is hashish. It's just, it's the same thing as weed, except it's, um, it's just all the all the con the concentration levels are just higher in everything, so I am assuming that you would get more of a high from it. Okay, so we have cannabis already. Now we move again. Don't do drugs, please. Now we move to something way more serious, or at least what didn't start off that seriously, and it is cocaine. And we're also going to touch on like just literature in general, just here and there. Um, so cocaine was in. So first of all, cocaine, okay, well, we know where cocaine comes from, whether from education or whether from stereotypes. Um, we know that cocaine comes from South, South America. And um, so it comes from the plant, the, the coca plant itself, right? And it, so it became a thing when the Europeans would had noticed that, like, that locals were just um, chewing on the leaves of this plant and it would give them a bit of a buzz it would um it would lead to an increase of energy levels and and happiness essentially yeah uh, so so that's where it happened that's where it came from and then 
what the reason actually became cocaine from just chewing coca is um they didn't the europeans didn't like it for some reason okay they had a problem with how it was so they thought they'd change it right and then it didn't really take off in europe until um a man by the name of albert neiman he extracted pure cocaine powder from the coca leaves yeah and so this is when it became it became way more popular in europe and this it led to um medicinal products but also beverages most famously coca cola okay so so that's where cocaine comes into the picture so now we have cocaine in the picture and it was also used by a lot of a lot of lot of recognized um um writers and so and and you will see right here so it was used by musicians and writers like sir arthur conan doyle and um also check this sigmund freud sigmund freud did cocaine and um of course this is like this where you have to understand that i'm not talking like he was like a cokehead like completely trashed um this thing but anyway so sigmund freud was an advocate for cocaine and it became very popular he said he in fact he went so far as to write down the the entire um all of its potential benefits to people and he also um advocated for it to be a a, a drug that would help in um that would help medicinally so he 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 argued that it had medicinal value cocaine right and then uh sir arthur conan doyle is a person that wrote is a is a writer that came up with the character sherlock holmes and um so now it so now cocaine starts to pick up and now slowly it starts to become because the 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 americans have picked up on it and things like that and they've kind of So now they've illegalized the drug. It, this, this is in what it says here in 1916. Um yeah. So in 1916 cocaine was illegalized, yeah? And so because it's illegalized, obviously it is harder to attain. So then we now I mean a lot of time passes but then uh this drug comes along. So now we're in 1943 and now a drug comes along called lysergic acid diethylamide more popularly known as lsd i think my pronunciation is wrong i like googled how to pronounce the full thing and i know it's wrong so don't quote me on that but it sounds legit i'm going to play it off really cool here yeah so so lsd was discovered by this uh, man that went by the name of albert hoffman okay and so it was used as uh, in in for medicinal purposes and in treating psychiatric disorders like um schizophrenia so that's how lsd came along yeah and um so then slowly it start again it gets popularized and now the cia picked up on it and the cia went ha hang on i wonder if we can use this drug to um to to make uh what's the word they've used to i wonder if you can make this use this drug to make or oh, as a speech drug yeah so to make pe- like uh freaking oh my god i'm the words not coming to me it's like i'm on drugs i'm not um oh my days sorry apologies for this this is the cia 
possible speech inducing drug yeah so for when they're questioning a suspect or whatever and so this happened in like the in this happened and now so the CIA picked up on it they thought let's try and use this to get people to talk and then now we're in the mid 1960s all of a sudden and now it's starting to spread wider as not just not a medicinal drug not a drug that's going to make perpetrators talk but rather as a recreational drug and now this is where we're going to get to the music bit because i mean obviously some of you are like okay lsd music okay where where on the thing truth serum thank you yes thank you oh yeah. truth serum is the thing all right um also forgive me for not responding to you guys fast enough i'm shuttling back between my source and and the feed and um yeah anyway so now we're in the mid 1960s and now lsd comes along and here's what's very cool yeah so um we have the two coasts of the usa and so we've got the east and the west coast and now on the east coast um lsd is being marketed i use marketed very loosely here for lack of a better word so lsd is being marketed as a drug that helps with spiritual healing and it helps you create like a divine connection okay essentially that's what it is yeah it makes perfect sense and on the west coast is completely um oh my my god why am i not getting the words today okay uh, on the west coast it's completely the opposite it was just merely for recreational purposes only and so um and so on the east coast um it was it was mainly driven by the by this man named Timothy Leary okay and again pronunciation not entirely sure apologies and on the west coast it was um it was really pushed by Ken Kesey so he was an advocate for LSD on the west coast and so east coast was like spiritual this thing and spirituality and the west coast is recreation so that's the different and it's i just think it's fascinating right the stark difference of it all and so now what's happening in the 1960s is that now these hippies are come coming along right and hippies was a is it was a term i say was is i'm just going to put a this thing there a slash there because you know i, I don't know so hippies was used as like a as like a way as like a um as as just an insult essentially to call these guys um to call this new generation that was coming along these hipsters that just didn't know what they were doing with their life and this they were called this by the beat generation so um the beatniks <laughs> more this thing so so they were the bohemians of the 1950s and they looked down upon hippies because they they saw them as poor imitations of themselves so these bohemians the 19 the bohemians of 1950 saw these hippies as poor imitations of themselves yeah so they were kind of like oh look at these it's it's essentially what happens with every generation right that transitional phase um why blanking are you on lsd no take a shot each time david touches his head you don't okay jeez Ah, it's a podcast. It's a solo cast. It's a drinking game. The P word. Okay. Anyway, back to the actual podcast itself. So, and like so, um, so these the beatniks are like, oh look at these guys. All they care about 
is is like having sex while high while we really look at so many different things and we expand our horizons of perception and all of this right so they're just like they're just uh, essentially not happy with this new generation that's coming along but then um and now this is where um LSD influences music and it was not influenced by either Timothy Leary or really much by um by Ken Kesey but uh so LSD influenced psychedelic music like directly influenced psychedelic music if you ever listen to psychedelic music there is no way that you can even perceive a reality where psychedelic music was not written under the influence of LSD um plain and simple it's just that's all right LSD psychedelic music firm handshake um so it had an enormous effect and now it transitions just from from psychedelic music it goes into rock music in the 1960s and it's a whole phase it's a proper era that that the music industry is going through and so before lsd came along um rock music and popular music in general was described as as just simple and slightly boring and then what happened was these bands reached a realization that uh, let's try and make this more complex under the influence of LSD they tried to replicate what they felt under the influence of the drug and they tried is emulate the right word they tried to essentially apply that to their music and i think it worked because if you listen to some of these bands it is insane i mean if you listen to jimi hendrix if you listen to grateful dead i mean it is it is incredible music right and i i i wonder if anybody can do it that like not under the influence of the drug anyway that's a completely different topic and i hope i wonder if i can get someone to talk about that on the show maybe one day anyway so then now we're in the we're in the mid 1960s again still and now this is where the beatles turn up yeah and then um the beatles came around early 60s and you know they they started experimenting with the music blah 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 and um so they tried a lot of different things okay and then so their first album was like okay there were like small changes but there was a huge change um um to the release of their revolver album and so in that album it is blatant that they are under the influence of this party drug and so and they don't really try to hide it because if you listen to strawberry fields forever and also um oh what's the other song apart from strawberry fields um oh my days strawberry fields forever and okay i'm just going to use strawberry fields forever as an example i mean they literally go strawberry fields not strawberry fields nothing is real um nothing to get hung about strawberry fields forever and now in one of their songs um the beatles used this one line and they used this quote it says um oh this is in the last cut of tomorrow never knows the beginning of the song it's they say turn off your mind relax and float downstream and this is taken from a book um entitled the psychedelic experience a manual based on the theory of the dead by this was based on a book called um um sorry the psychedelic experience 
by a man by the name of Timothy Leary. So it goes full circle and it is so obvious now, right? Because like Timothy Leary, as we know, he's the man that advocated for the drug on the on the East Coast and now he wrote a book and now the Beatles have referenced one of his quotes from that book. So, so clearly, right? I mean, the, the, the drug has had such a crazy impact on the music and if you've ever listened to, if you've ever listened to, um, Someone said, just call him Ken. Okay, if you've ever listened to these guys, um, if you haven't listened to these guys, I highly recommend that you do listen to these great artists like um, the Beatles. I suggest listening to Jimi Hendrix. That was not me touching my head. That was me scratching my forehead. It does not count. Do not take a shot. Also, if you're under the age of 21, don't drink. I just have to say it because I'm doing like a slightly topic, you know. So I just go, I have to do it. Um, and where was I? I was like, yeah, try and expand your horizons of music, what you listen to. Don't just get sucked into pop culture and don't just limit yourselves and your musical ventures or your just your music taste in general. Experiment a little. Um, reach out to people that listen to genres that you don't listen to. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this episode of the number one podcast in a three kilometer radius of my current location. You have been watching The P Word. Um, if you've made it this far on the episode, if you're watching it on IGTV, um, or if you're listening to it on Spot, if, if you're listening to it on Spotify, thank you so much. And if you're listening to it and you're watching it on IGTV, again, thank you so much. And if you've made it this far in the episode, can you just comment, um, just, I don't know, comment anything that makes, that reminds you of music, be it an emoji, be it an artist, be it anything, just anything that reminds you of music, just comment that in the comments below so I can know who's watching and I can just maybe say thank you personally. I don't know. All right. Bye-bye, everybody.